Hello and welcome well, to... Oh, it's a big time. No, you introduce it. No, you introduce it. And we're doing a big tile. It's the complete guide to go home with the nine Ryan, and that's Zach. And today we're doing M11, M11, which is the Southern Face Shrine. At one point, M11 was the tile I had pegged for the tile we will talk the most on, but we'll see. Uh, Southern Face Shrine is here. Um, yeah, it's. I we should get into. Well, I'm going to describe the tile, and then we'll get into the premise of the tile. I'm going to describe the outside of the tile. Uh. The Face Shrine, the Greater Face Shrine area, is kind of this big, ruinous area that has a north and a south. And at the south end, there's the big maze that's filled with the Armo statues that we talked about. And then you get to this tile, which is kind of up on a plateau. And there's a big dungeon, like traditional Zelda-style-looking dungeon entrance Mm -hmm. with two Armos things flanking it and then a door going in. Uh, after the fifth dungeon, the owl tells you, or the mis- the message tells you to go to the, what does it say? Go to the shrine, shrine, seek the shrine. Everybody uh, shrine. Yeah, yeah, the message from the mysterious voice. Yeah. Uh, tells you to seek the shrine. I think you run into the owl before you get to the shrine, and he tells you you need to go to the south shrine to get into the north shrine, which, okay, that that's fine. Um... You conquer the maze, you get to this shrine, and then you go inside and stuff happens. Um, we're, make sure... Yeah, the, southern, the basic premise here, easy to understand, southern ruins have the key to the northern ruins. You go inside. Uh, I want to talk about the music that plays. Oh, before, yeah, before I we, forgot about before, the music! Before we get deep into this, we got to talk about the song that plays. Yes. So you go into this this dungeon, and it's, it's, it's like kind of a mini dungeon. Uh, this is. I wrote a dungeonette. Yeah, that's that's a good way. It's it's a dungeon in the way that like, Ocarina of Time has kind of like mini dungeons. This is kind of one of those, but maybe a little smaller. Um, oh, what, the music... oh, wait, we're, no, we're if this podcast is going to be ninety minutes long, then we can get into these questions. Okay. What do you think is a mini dungeon in Ocarina of Time? Oh, like the beneath the well and the ice cave. Yeah, but those are like mini dungeons yeah this is two rooms uh, three guess. rooms see I, I said it and i think it's in the spirit of that but doesn't quite hit that level of complexity so i think you're correct yeah this, i think this is like this is a dungeonette uh, in a different class yeah you've got a, like mini dungeon and then dungeonette and then dungeon and then mega dungeon mm. which zelda doesn't have too many of those except for maybe like that temple of the ocean king that i never played well, we won't get into that on this episode. We the, can't. Music the music in this Southern Face Shrine. It's um that a, you only experience for a very short time because it's such a tiny dungeonette. It's a unique version of the Ballad of the Windfish. Mm-hmm. That how would you describe? Like somber? Uh somber and ominous. Um reflective, but ominous. It, uh, I, I don't want to call it a version of the Ballad of the Windfish. I want to call it its own theme that quotes the first, like, six notes of the Ballad of the Windfish. Okay, I'll, I, I will defer to you on that. Um, and, um, you, the, you know what the best part of the song is? Uh-huh. Is that they brought it back. Yes. Okay, so, 
you found this 20 out. years later you found this out so you talk about this yeah um well okay so when you're playing breath of the wild and you get to hyrule castle the music in hyrule castle like the exterior is this really over the top intense it's, orchestral thing it's that's so good. like and and it's for one thing it's like basically kind of one of the only melodic pieces in the game sure most of the music is just like da -da -da -da. bye uh, this is like you have music all the time for this mega dungeon oh wait there is a mega dungeon yo we brought it back and um, but like part of the uh, it, it's, it incorporates themes from like uh, the link to the past castle yeah. And I think different, like, Ganon's Castle Yeah, it, it does, the, it does the, the... They've done that before where they layer the Hyrule Castle theme and Ganon's uh, Tower theme on top of each other. But it's like that and so much more. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of quotation. And it does this thing where it quotes the first six notes of the Ballad of the Windfish. And so I'm playing this and trying to process all the music. And I hear those notes and I'm like, why would you quote the Ballad of the Windfish here? That makes no sense. The Ballad of the Windfish is, like, how is it used in Link's Awakening? It represents the windfish and your relationship with Marin and this kind of uh, sad friendship that you have and, like, her desire to be a seagull and waking up the windfish and like it's it's so tied up in like the emotional arc of Link's awakening which is way across the ocean from any of the, emo the any of the emotions you're feeling in Hyrule Castle and Breath of the Wild sure and so i thought there's no way this is an actual quotation because like if you are using leitmotif in composing you use that motif to represent the thing that the motif represents and you're not using that you're not representing anything about Link's Awakening in this mega dungeon but I read a YouTube comment and I am so incredibly grateful to some random YouTube user who pointed out that the Breath of the Wild Hyrule Castle theme is not quoting the Ballad of the Windfish. It's quoting the Southern Face Shrine, which is much more, it's not like a really, really deep emotional connection, but it has actually something to do with the emotional arc of um, the Hyrule Castle because it's this culmination of this very grim adventure that you've been on in the southern face shrine you are on the precipice of this calamitous discovery and in the uh hyrule castle in breath of the wild you are approaching this place where you know you're going to break down the force that's been oppressing you for the entire game and so it actually makes sense to quote this music yeah and like as soon as you told me that like oh it's totally the southern face shrine and then you listen to the two and it's like oh that's absolutely what it is it's not 
It's they're doing it's it's completely Southern Face trying. In a way that's just like, oh, it's good. That song is yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. And oh, so I man. think it deserves to be termed a separate thing other than just like the kind of music theoretical uh, game analysis reason of it makes more sense to quote this song than this other song. Um, you have to recognize that they're different music because it's different music. It's it's a cool piece on its own. Yeah. It's not a rearrangement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so that's what we're working with here in Southern Face Shrine. It's got this very good song as you enter a very ruinous ruin mm-hmm. that's not very big. It's There's an antechamber, and then you go into the next room, and there's an Armos Knight. Yeah. Uh, I thought this Armos Knight... So Armos Knight is the enemy from Link to the Past again, but there's just one... Again, like previous enemies it's like we could only fit one on the screen so we're gonna put one here sure um i thought you could only damage it with arrows but uh i realized you can use dash and spin attack too recently is that now i learned that that was in the uh switch version but is that in the game boy version too i believe so i haven't i've never tried it in the game boy version but that definitely worked in the switch version oh my gosh well okay but like that that's very important because it affects the gating in a big way. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's going to be a, a clarification inserted into the episode here. I I, I doubt it. Um. <laughs> the uh, the switch version is harder to fight, though, in my experience. I didn't find any challenge in this particular. I didn't fight. try dashing at it. So I've never tried dashing, but I definitely spin, spun attack. And, uh, that, and that was... Well, I found that out because of Chamber Dungeons. Because... Anyways. Well... Um, it's uh, complicated. You can, it's, okay, it's really easy to run out of arrows. And so, because, at least in my <laughs> original understanding of the Game Boy version, because this guy is only damaged by arrows, that means that if you run out of arrows, you are screwed and you lose... And so I've always had, like, kind of a grudge against this boss. Um, he's not that bad. Okay. Uh, you beat him, his face comes off, or, like, the helmet comes off, and he's got eyes underneath, which isn't how Armos Knights should work, which is weird, but, like, whatever. It's creepy. It's creepy and weird, and he doesn't make a lot of sense. But you can beat him pretty easily. Uh, yeah. You get past him. Well, he drops the face key. Oh, I'm sorry, he drops the face key, yeah. And then you can turn around and leave. Which is pretty cool. Which is, like, not something that I have ever done, because why would you... Well, you know, in the context of, like, a speedrun, it's fine. But, like, like you have to go to... The, there's another room. Like, why would you not check out whatever is in that next room? Um, so if you leave without uh, looking in the next room, does the owl talk to you on your way out? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, uh, well, okay, but if you're a normal person you go into the next room and it's dark it is dark and you have their torches there are torches and you light the torches with you have to light powder, the torches which to hardly see. ever happens after you get the magic powder you think like this is going to be a tool for the game like the gloves gloves the magic bracelet or the power bracelet or the 
boots, but you barely ever use the magic powder. There's a few spots, but at this point you hadn't used it in a while, and it's like, oh, right, this yeah. room's this room more than any again like this the the southern face shrine feels especially ruinous compared to a lot of the dungeons which feel like kind of lived in places a little bit with were lived in by monsters Mm -hmm. this thing there's the one monster and then you get to the back of this thing and it is completely like dark and dreary and there's just nothing It, it it is the most ruinous ruin on the island and you have to get to the very back of this 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 little mini mini dungeon and light these torches, and then on the wall of Dungeonette, I'm sorry, uh, on the wall behind is this carved out relief, mm-hmm. um, which there's art, which the game gives art for in a way yeah. that it does not do for a lot of other things in the game. No, and, and it, it's really I I love the art here. It's really <laughs> it's good, so cool. and it feels like every version of the game has made this art like the the same basic picture yep cooler and cooler as yep. time goes on yep so that's um, really impressive how would you you, you describe it because you're probably better at describing it than i am and then yes I'll the because text. i am a arts master yeah uh and my degree is in linguistics uh the <laughs> so i'll do the text part <laughs> <laughs> um no the uh it's like a very stylized version of the owl and a stylized version of a whale uh, with like, they both have lines kind of, uh, I think the intent with the lines is to make it look kind of like, I don't know, uh, Pacific Northwestern uh, Native American art or like to make it look like it was, drawn by ancient people instead of being like a photographic representation of an owl and a whale and then some very cool uh fake text that you can imagine is some ancient language although link can read it without difficulty and it's also been scratched someone has tried to tear away the relief and it says oh i got that here it says in all caps to the finder, the Isle of Koholint is but an illusion. Human, monster, sea, sky, a scene on the lid of a sleeper's eye. Awake the dreamer, and Koholint will vanish, much like a bubble on a needle. Castaway, you should know the truth. And then there's ellipses 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 what illusion which is like the metagir solid rebuttal to that (laughs) um and that's what it gives you so at this point in the game you know you're being led along dungeon to dungeon to dungeon uh you would have had you would have experienced i guess the most important thing is you would have experienced uh, the after the slime meal which we talked about where the slime meal kind of says you don't really know what's going on here mm-hmm. and then okay the next thing you need to go to the shrine and go get this key and then while you're in there you can stumble upon this and it's like hey this is what is going on according to this and it's like yikes yeah this is where the um, the stakes of the game change yeah um the we talked a little bit 
uh, in the tile just north of here about the stuff that the owl says after you beat a uh, facade in the northern face shrine. Uh, but like this is the revelation that begins this turnaround of wondering whether you uh, are actually supposed to. <laughs> Yeah, like wake what, up the windfish. Like, whether is this, is the this goal something... of the game is a good thing to do or not? Exactly. It's like it, it, the doubt's been cast already, and now it's like this is the this is what the dream itself is saying are the stakes. Because like this isn't, you know, you, you've heard from uh, Slimeel, the, the 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 nightmare force. Uh, the owl shows up here in a moment, and he's got his view on this. But then this, you know, writing on the wall as far as you can tell as somebody on this island is kind of the impartial like this is yes. this is this is a part of the island telling you this and it's not it's just written there it's very important that it says cast away you should know the truth because the carving knows that the person reading this washed up on the shore mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it makes you think whether we've talked a little about this and there's no way to like actually make any progress answering this question, but how long did the Island actually exist before you showed up? Right. Are these ruins as ancient as they seem or are they equally as like they were dreamed up an hour or a month ago by the windfish? Yeah. And uh, they just exist to, deliver this narrative to you i i'm go ahead uh well the the fact that they say cast away means that the island or the windfish or whatever knows who you are and uh you know gives it that uh uh credence i guess i was gonna liability i was gonna note that obviously you're reading like an etching and so it's it's difficult to say like tone of not tone of voice but specifically what i'm trying to say it's written in all caps mm-hmm. and much later in the game the windfish talks in all caps mm. you and, know who else talks in all caps uh i don't know oh, then the owl statues oh the owl statues okay um except for the one that we oh and the nightmares nightmares don't <laughs> always talk in all caps though no i don't think so uh, no, you're right. They don't. They. I was wrong. Maybe, maybe like a couple of them, but not not universally. No. Um. And so, but I mean, it's an, it's an etching on a wall, so it could have just been written out in all cap. Like that's it, it's yeah, difficult. Yeah. The, the caps part, but kind of the dot 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 and the tone of voice does kind of sound like the windfish's speech. What the windfish the, the windfish's speech pattern a little bit. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. But it's this it's this piece of the island telling you this. And addressing you, Link, specifically, mm-hmm. which is jarring, and now, like, leads you to say, oh, you know, that slimy was kind of maybe right about some of this stuff. Maybe they know what's going on after all. And then you leave, and you get the other half of this, which is the owl's little speech. Yes. Who, he's waiting for you when you get out of there. Um. And I've got that here if you want me to read it. Yeah, you should read it. It says, Hoot, I see you have read the relief. While it does say the island is but a dream of the windfish, no one is really sure. 
Just as you cannot know if a chest holds treasure until you open it, so you cannot tell if this is a dream until you awaken. The only one who knows for sure is the Windfish. Trust your feelings. Someday, you will know for sure. And so, like, the owl has read the relief before. It seems that way, yeah. It seems like he knows about the relief, or at least he knows what it, knows what it says. And, and has, has, a, and has known know, that before Link went there and saw it. Could be, yes. Yeah. Um, My notes say that the owl still seems uncertain about things. Like, the owl is having some doubt. Yes. But he seems to know that his job is to get Link to wake the windfish and is trying to keep him on that path regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uses the example of a treasure chest, which treasure chest, which is kind of like leading a little bit <laughs> in my, and the way I was looking, that's kind of like a, mm, that's maybe not the best metaphor, but it is the best metaphor for trying to keep this kid on a path. Mm. So, um, yeah. Uh, it's been brought up. People have said, um, why does Link why does if if link knows and understands that the island is a dream and that it will disappear he will destroy the island if he wakes up the windfish why do you do that why not just and people who posit this uh, question uh, seem to think that like instead if he didn't then link could just live peacefully on the island with marin and just live in the dream forever and some people think that it's a big flaw in the game that uh link isn't given a uh, strong motivation to uh finish the game when it seems like it would be so destructive is that kind of along the lines of like the final fantasy tactics advance thing that everybody talks about uh i think so yes Be- uh, if i remember correctly Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Um, That's the where it's like a magical world. They all like it better, but then they have to go home someday, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And in of... Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, the the difference between this game and FFTA is that FFTA has a lot more text. Sure. And so you have a chance to like puzzle through this question and come to a conclusion, but they don't really. March just says, "But it's a fake. You can't." without really justifying that. And that's not really what Link's doing here because we don't really know what Link's doing here. Yeah. But there is, I think yeah. it's, I think, okay, with a itsy bitsy game like this, you have to read into the silent protagonists' uh, motivations. And the fact that they aren't stated outright can't really be taken as a problem with the game because yeah. it's part of the format. Okay. But I think that the game in the very beginning makes it pretty clear that link was on his way to do something (laughs) when his ship got struck by lightning and needs to get home yeah and the windfish or sorry the owl says if you want to get home you're gonna have to wake up the windfish yeah like the only way forward to change the status quo in any way is to wake the windfish and i think that 
that changing the status quo is something that Link wants for his own reasons, um, and it's something that uh, the owl seems to want probably as a representative of the windfish, as that will of the windfish that can enact in ways that the windfish can't while he's asleep. And it's also something that, like, none of the character, none of the, the townspeople don't, you know, whatever, but Marin is also looking to change that status quo. Yes. And, like, we've talked about her and how, like, there's the people that want to change the status quo. And then there's the people that don't want to change the status quo or the, the forces that don't in the nightmares yeah. that have set up shop in this dreamland and need it to stay that way so that they can kind of take over, run the place. Yeah, I think uh, it's implied that they will change the status quo by – what does he say? Uh, they may conquer the island and destroy their foes, the wind fish – or sorry, the – the owl will say after you beat Face Shrine. Yeah. So um, if you don't wake up the, if you don't end the dream, the dream will get worse. Yeah, it's it's the it's the. If anything, I would look at that and say, for the sake of defeating the nightmares, Link is gonna like. I need to wake the windfish because these nightmares are gonna be an increasingly big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, though maybe that doesn't come out at all. But like from my meta perspective, I'm like, oh, okay. And there's what we eventually when we get to the egg there's a lot about that that we can talk about sure the 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 text of the nightmares there kind of uh elucidates what they're about um but at this point here yeah it's it's link is led it's it's been it's been it's been made bare that yeah you're gonna wake the windfish up and everything's gonna disappear i i think the other thing is the emotional impact of this game especially in the itsy bitsy black and white or you know green and gray version uh is the ambiguity of the uh of link's perspective on the conflict and the ambiguity of whether it's a good thing or not to wake up the windfish um this game wouldn't be so memorable if things were spelled out in the way that they are in Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Yeah. There there is that doubt. There is I mean even after you've eaten, you know, you've you, you've beaten the game, you've done it, there's still that, you know, people still question was that the right decision kind of thing. Like there, it leaves that level of like well, what's the right decision? And if you're like demanding that in order to be a well-written or a well-constructed story, Link's motivations have to be, you know, carved out so that they absolutely make sense and there's no reason to ask any of these questions you're asking for a more boring game sure yeah yeah a less it, memorable game exactly exactly a dumber game but well, you know there's places for that but that's not here this game's i like Final try- fantasy tactics a lot or sorry fta i like a lot i you think play- that the story is weak that's but i like the mechanics you you've played it more than I have, and I, that's why I've played it hundreds of hours. I, of that. You've played it substantially more than I have. There's one more thing on this tile I wanted to bring up, uh, in that in the Hyrule Historia book, I don't mm. see which one this is. They've got more of these uh, little like pre-release like uh, like 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 uh, what's the word? Uh, the thing where you before you do a thing. What? I can't, what's the word for the, I don't the film word for when you have, storyboard, there we go. Oh, okay. 
It's like these little storyboards uh, for this event specifically. For this event of defeating the giant Armos. So the it says, Once the giant Armos near the Wind Temple is defeated, the door beyond opens. There's a key on top of the pillar. And oh. so they have pictures here where originally the intention is that there would be like a pillar with the key on top of it and you would have to dash into it with the Pegasus boots to get it to fall down and then the pillar would break and the relief would be behind it. Oh, that's good. That was uh, at some point in the pre-release materials, that's what they were going to do for that scene. Hmm. But I like that, that was... a lot. And I guess they replaced boots with magic powder, right? Yep, 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 yep. And I think that the like lighting up the room with the magic powder is so much more tactile and yes. evocative. Yes, that it is better. But I like the idea of you think that you're just <laughs> shaking this to knock a key loose, but you no. break it down. No, it's way way cooler though. Having it, you have to light this up because it's yep. the dark. It is the dark secret of Golan Island, yeah. like buried in the ruins of the shrine. Like it's it is this very out of place place you know what it's perfect it's extremely good this is one of the strongest parts of the game i'm gonna say it's perfect and that's not a word i throw around lightly yeah uh but that's the southern face shrine um it's a very important very integral without this like the whole game is just not as good yeah this is where all of the work that's been put in really comes to fruition on a storytelling point. Yeah. Um, tomorrow. I, tomorrow, let's talk about a lighter subject. Uh, K3. Let's, let's go hang out in K3. 